This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much and good morning. Welcome everybody to the show and thank you for joining us today. It is Monday. Over the weekend we began a brand new month so we're two days in to the month of May already. A lot coming up on the show today. We've got a true crime report that we're going to get to uh, before very long. So we're going to have that pretty early in the show. Uh, Today, the sound clip's on the way. Um, Many other items that we will get to when I talk to uh, everybody on the show here in just a few minutes. (laughs) We've got a concert flyaway trip. That is really more than a trip. It's like a super cool concert getaway. And you could win it, so I'll give you some of the details on that. In fact, Nico, if you'll hand me that paper over there on the printer, <laughs> that'll help me make this announcement. Okay, are you ready to hear it? Ready. <laughs> Kelly Q wants to send you to Miami. Woo! Miami Beach. To see Motley Crue and Def Leppard's stadium tour. One of the most anticipated tours by your parents. Delayed by the pandemic is on. And you could be there on June 18th. So it is a mega 80s lineup with some of the biggest rock names. Motley Crue, Def Leppard. Oh, but that's not all. Poison is also part of the game. What? And Joan Jett. Oh, snap. We're also going to give you $500 spending cash, so you've got plenty for the souvenir stand. Well, you won't have plenty. Those t-shirts are expensive. <laughs> they are. It, it'll get you part of the way there, though, for $500. <laughs> the flyaway is courtesy of Better Noise Music, so what you're going to do is listen to each day, uh, starting on, well, starting today, through May the 22nd. So we got a few weeks here and you're going to get code words. So if you got in the mo- if you got in the groove of code words for go fund yourself, go fund yourself ended at the end of April, but we've started with code words to win this trip to see Crew, Def Leppard, Motley Crew and Def Leppard. This should be called the Bad Spelling Tour. Cuz Motley Crew spells their name C R U E and <laughs> Def Leppard gets both of them wrong. <laughs> they, get, they got two names in the band and they misspelled both of them. So. D-E-F. Oh, yeah. Uh, Smiley Crew, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. Every day, starting uh, today, listen for code words in the at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. We'll give you those code words and then you enter them through the KLAQ mobile app. If you've been playing the uh, cash code keyword for the last month, you probably got a good handle on how this is going to work. So uh, today's the day, and you could win that fly-off trip to to Miami to see all these greats for the 80s, Def Leppard and Poison, Motley Crue, and Joan Jett. Uh, let's take a look at El Paso weather, uh, brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. We'll just get a quick look at what's happening in the uh, weather today. Near 90 for the high temperature sunshine. It doesn't, yeah, I'm not seeing any trace of rain in the forecast for the entire week, but it could be a little on the windy side. 15 mile an hour winds is what the forecast calls for today. 
For tomorrow, mostly cloudy, despite the clouds, still not seeing any rain in the forecast on Tuesday, and 88 for the high temperature. Again, we're going to have the winds up around 15 to 20 miles an hour on Tuesday afternoon. And Wednesday, more clouds, but still no rain. A little cloud cover uh, in the forecast for Tuesday and Wednesday. 88 is going to be Wednesday's high temperature. All right, let's uh, get our bearings here and find out what everybody's working on for today's show. Joanna Barba, I know you're ready because... You told me all the different stories that are coming up, and there are a lot of them in the true crime and the uh, not the true crime report, entertainment Entertain. news. That's right. What's coming up in Hollywood news? Well, Bill Murray has given his first official comments on the suspension of being mortal due to an investigation into complaints of inappropriate behavior against him. Now I really want to know the details because he was short on details, other than to say that he had a disagreement with a female coworker who he really respects. And he thinks she respects him and that he did something or said something that he thought was funny that wasn't taken that way. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, what was what was the joke? I'll tell you if it was funny or not. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you think it was funny, Buzz. Okay. All that matters is whether she did or not. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Why, why, yes. What, what makes you think that a... All right, well, an attacker say, uh, is the is the person well, that you should be thinking all, about, and not the victim. We, we don't know if there was anything that would warrant the word attack. No, but the <laughs> I fact don't know that, that attacker he, is the word I want to. Sure, but he's I the one that's the, the one doing it. He's apologized. He's the one doing it, and it, all that really matters. All right, is let's say you the, were you were the doing, person likes it or let's, not. Let's say you were doing a stand-up gig. And there were two no, 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 don't, don't do this. Don't use me and stand up and try and make some <laughs> stupid analogy that doesn't apply right, whatsoever. Let's say, let's say a random comedian is doing stand up. No, and, and don't, don't even do that because you're talking about stand up on stage and some joke thing. It, it, totally different. So don't even, don't even put this into the same like, realm. Wow. Because you were probably, probably going to come up with an analogy that involved me being on stage and an no, actual professional thing. I'm not. I'm saying a random comedian who's definitely not Nico. Oh, Iggy, let's say. It doesn't say. matter. Any comic. <laughs> you're coming up with an apple and oranges analogy. Any comic on stage, don't yeah, use but that, I hear this don't thing, use that like, thing as a... It doesn't matter if the thing that was said was offensive. It's whether or not the person was offended by it, which makes you it Don't use a stand-up comedy act as an analogy because you're, you're missing the mark, okay? The rules of being on stage... Right, the rules a, of being on stage and being on stand-up is very different than anything let's else. Let's say there's a professor in a classroom... <laughs> And the, why can't you? Why can't you use any uh, example where it's two people alone? Well, we don't know. Let's say a morning show host is just doing. <laughs> yeah, no? it's not in front of. It wasn't like in front of people, like a classroom setting. I don't. I don't what what I are think you it was thinking? On set, so I think there were probably. Well, but, lots. but maybe it was okay. in a private moment. All right. I mean, so think of a more private example. Well, I don't know that it was. It was two people. Yeah, and that's but, all you need to talk about. Those two people. There could have been 10, 20, 30 other people. I don't think. Does that matter? Yeah. It really matters. Why does that matter? Why does that matter? Wait. Well, if you talk to... Okay, so say Bill Murray's on the set and he does something that he thinks is a joke. Let's say Buzz says something that I don't think is funny. All right, but I say it in front of 20 people. Okay. And out of 20 people, one person doesn't think it's funny or thinks it's inappropriate. The other 19 thought it was really, really funny. Yeah, but was this him doing a joke or was it him physically touching her? Joke. No. I don't know. He said he did something that he he thought was funny. He did something to her. Well... What? He said it. He said, I did something to her. He said, I did something I thought was funny, and it wasn't taken that way. I did something. So we're not talking about telling jokes. 
So give me a better example of when one person is touching another person. All right. Say we are in a situation, we're at a morning show meeting, and I express, I don't like to be hugged. And as a joke, Nico thinks it's funny to get up and go hug me. And everybody else thinks, oh, that was funny, and there was no harm done. But then I say... Okay, can you give an example of two people that didn't live together and practically... Come on, that's a dumb example. Okay, so none of, none of the examples that You're I giving to, to, Give me an example of people who aren't friends, didn't live together, who are honest. <laughs> okay, you know what? What do you have coming up in news? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think this is interesting, but like... Bill, okay, so we're going to hear Bill but Murray in his own words. Bill Murray is words. saying, hey, yeah, I did something I did something, and I want to learn from and it, I learn. so whatever it was. But to say he attacked somebody without knowing any Who's of the details. Who's saying attack? Well, I was, Nico called Bill Murray yeah, the well, I was saying the person doing That's things. That's what you call it in the situation like that. Why, why would, what I was saying was, why <laughs> would you be concerned you with the? Why would you be concerned with the person doing the, something and the, not the person that got d- did to? The That's offender. the worst way of saying it. The offender. I think the offender. Yeah. Okay, the yeah. offender. And the offendee or okay. victim. Oh boy, victim! Really, you could say that. Okay, without nice. knowing the details, you could say that. I think that's overselling it just a little bit. You without know, knowing what the details, if are. it comes out that whoever the actress was, and she goes, it doesn't say she's an actress. It's somebody or actor that, or it, whoever it, 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 it could be. It could really be a key grisher. And there, he says that he is optimistic that he and the coworker can make peace and begin trusting each other enough to. There go you go. If that's what over. happens, then that's good. I mean, then everything's resolved and there's no issues, whatsoever. But if the person's like, no, ew, gross, I didn't like this. Okay. Assuming it's even anything physical, which we don't even know at this point. Buzz sounds like all those people who are like, I am team Johnny Depp, and Buzz is like, I'm team Bill Murray. Yeah. (laughs) Wait Uh, until we find out somebody pooped on the bed. (laughs) Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd pooped on somebody's bed. All right, Nico, news headlines. What do we have coming up in the way of news today? Sunday, thousands of residents of northern New Mexico villages were evacuated as fierce winds drove the largest active U.S. fire towards their drought-parched mountain valley. Now, it was so bad, uh, winds were gusting over 40 miles an hour and blew embers a mile ahead of the place to start new fires as bulldozers carved breaks to protect the villages of Lido, Mora, and Cleveland, New Mexico, around 40 miles up from Santa Fe. So probably loss of property, loss of uh, life, or did they, seems like they got everybody out, or are they saying if anybody's life was uh, Mostly lost? it just looks like property damage right now, but okay. uh, thousands and thousands of acres uh, are burning. Uh, up to, up to 100,000 um, acres have already burned by the residents of Las Vegas, New Mexico, which you brought up. Ah, I go through Las, Las Vegas week. like twice a year. Yep. Well, four <laughs> times, up there and back. The, the residents of Las Vegas were told to prepare for evacuations today. Okay. Uh, we're going to get more into that. We're going to have Joanna's entertainment news coming up in just a little bit. We're also going to have uh, today in sound clips. So that's standing by. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a few minutes. Back to work. Back to school, everybody. It's Monday morning. Monday. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. And we got a true crime report uh, coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to take a look at the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events here in just a few. Did you guys get your notification from Netflix that your monthly charge went up? No. Well, it went My up. My monthly charge has been up. Yeah, I don't know which one. Maybe because you didn't have the 
There's different pl- there's different price plans. Mine went up to fifteen dollars and something. Okay, yeah, well that already <gasps> happened. Mine has been at like twenty some dollars. Yeah, that's mine's like at nineteen or twenty something. I think I get everything. No, you have to have the multiple screen accounts one. Like, wait, why are you getting the notification? You're not even using your Netflix. No, we, we are. You are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I guess his girlfriend was tired of changing the subtitles. So Nico talked about how the subtitles would change. Because, okay, so I've been paying for Netflix all along. <laughs> I had a Netflix uh-huh. account. I just signed it to Nico's because it was on there. And I, wait, know, wait, wait. wait. We go, don't know you if know you have a Netflix it. account. I do. Because didn't you get on your girlfriend's? No. I'm. Now you're on mine? Take, no, I'm taking this piece by piece. I'm going to tell you what uh, happened okay. if you listen for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so it had just been said on Nico's, but then mm-hmm. I, I guess... My girlfriend heard that Nico was talking about having to change the subtitles. She heard about that? Yeah, it got back to her. So (laughs) she signed out of Nico's, and I guess she must have signed on to her mother's. But then Friday when she went to watch it, she'd been blocked out of her mother's because she didn't tell her mother she was going to do it. And I think her mom just saw, oh, there's a strange person using my Netflix account. So she got (laughs) locked out. That is when I signed on to mine, ah. which I really hadn't signed on to in about a year or two. A couple of years, yeah. Right. A year or two. <laughs> so or I've been, three. I'd been paying for it even though I had been logged into to Nico's It's all like, account. do you want to pick up where you left off the crown season two? <laughs> <laughs> Nico, you didn't have any problem with me being on your Netflix, right? No, but I haven't asked my mom and dad. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about... My mom and dad were like, why doesn't Buzz just make a profile for himself? Because you... Aw, they wanted you to make a profile for yeah, yourself, Buzz. because there was like my no. mom and dad and me and my brother and I my mean, aunt. what it really comes down to is... I'm <laughs> Everybody and then Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> but he was using mine, so then every time I tried to go back to what I was watching, it would be something different. <laughs> you were using Nico's profile? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to use his mom or his dad. <laughs> Why would I use theirs? Yeah, I would just log into Nico's. <laughs> you know hilarious. why? You know why I didn't log out of yours? Because it would have required effort. And that's what you did, though. Eventually, well, <laughs> I mean, that's not exactly the how effort, it happened. But look at how far we've come. Right. <laughs> you know, I had to look up what my username and password. Y- you was would have always had to have done that. The effort will come either at the end or the beginning. It's a matter of when you want the service well I'd just been cruising on yours for so long it didn't seem like a big deal until until she made it a big deal (laughs) (laughs) Kaylee Q wants to send you to Miami to see the Motley Crue Def Leppard plus Poison and Joan Jett stadium tour this tour was delayed because of the pandemic, but the uh, concert that oh, we're trying yeah. to send a winner to is June 18th in Miami to see Motley Crue, Poison, the- Joan Jett, Def Leppard. Oh man, that's a lot of people. This was the one concert when the pandemic began and everything shut down that we kept getting calls for, as if I knew the information <laughs> right. for this. Because well, I think of- they were going to be in... Either Albuquerque or Phoenix, one of the two. They weren't going to be in El Paso. No, but a lot of, I guess, our listeners had gotten tickets for those that event. 
And they kept calling and asking, well, what's going to happen? They haven't canceled it. I don't know what to tell them. You know, they really don't <laughs> do stadium rock tours at the Sun Bowl. So the Sun Bowl is about the only thing that we have in El Paso anyway. Well, it is the only thing that would seat, right? you know, over 30,000 people, which is what they want for one of these. Do you remember when they when they did have concerts there? At the Sun Bowl? Yeah. I went to Guns N' Roses there oh, last okay. time. Yeah, that's the, but they're few and far between. There was a period there where they had like the Rolling Stones followed by Pink Floyd followed by I saw by Ricky YouTube. Martin there. I saw Ricky Martin there too. Oh. <laughs> you guys might have been next to each other. Could have been. <laughs> I was like 10. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the way this is going to work. If you got used to the cash code keywords for April, this is similar, but not exactly. We're only going to have three words a day, but it's going to be every day. So seven days a week, you can listen for a, a code word to enter it to win this trip to see Motley Crue and Def Leppard and Poison and Joan Jett every day, including Saturday and Sunday at 10 a.m. Then there's another code word at 2 p.m. and a third one at 5 p.m. Once you get the code words, enter them through the KLAQ mobile app, and you're in for the trip on June 18th to see Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Joan Jett, and Poison, and we're going to set you up with $500 spending cash. This flyaway concert trip courtesy of Better Noise Music. So be listening every day through May the 22nd at 10, 2, and 5 p.m. Every day. Every single day. Let's do our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of, of events. It's a brand new month. This is the first week of May. Today uh, is the beginning of a few things. Be Kind to Animals Week. Uh, National Sun Safety Week is this week. International Clitoris Awareness Week. Huh? Yeah. National Clitoris Awareness Week. Clitoris. You know, that's the one week that's hard to find on the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> For men, mainly. <laughs> the only thing hotter to find is International G-Spot Awareness Week. Again, only men have seem to have that problem. This is Geek Week leading up to May the 4th. May they the have 4th. Clitoris Awareness Week and, and Geek, Geek week, week in the right. same week? Mm -hmm. Well, because they need to be aware of it the most. <laughs> So, in honor of Geek Week and International Clitoris Awareness Week, geeks, <laughs> the clitoris is somewhere on the somewhere. female anatomy. You should be aware of it. <laughs> Good luck. Weren't geeks also carnies who ate the heads of chickens? <laughs> Those were the original circus geeks were carnies. Did you know that, Joanna? No, what the hell? That circus... The term geek, I don't know if it originally applied, but it was somebody who worked at a circus, so they'd dress him up like a wild man from Borneo or whatever, and they would throw a live chicken, and the geek would bite the chicken's head off. Oh, okay. Like as a sideshow, and that was called a... That was what a... A geek was. A geek as a I've job description. I've seen that movie, Freaks. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm familiar. So yes. maybe... One of us. One, one of us. One of us. us. Yeah. Maybe that Gobble gobble, gobble gobble. What what are we trying to talk about? Uh, I'm sorry, Nico. Go ahead. Gobble <laughs> gobble, gobble gobble. It's it's gone. It's lost completely. <laughs> Birthdays uh today include 
Ellie Kemper, that adorable actress who played Aaron on The Office. Uh, she's Kimmy Schmidt. She's the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She's 42 today. Soccer star David Beckham is 47. I hear he can bend it. Mm-hmm. A birthday for Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who is 50 years old today. Dang. Have you guys seen the uh, Young Rock, the show about Dwayne Johnson when he was no. a kid? Yeah, and I don't take it for granted. Oh, that's a rock <laughs> joke. <laughs> Thank you, John. I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is 50 today. Uh, actor, actress Christine Baranski is 70. And foreigner lead singer Lou Graham is having a birthday today. He's 72. Foreigner was just here a couple weeks ago, but it wasn't the Lou Graham foreigner. It was a different foreigner. There are competing foreigners. But Lou Graham is still alive. But Lou Graham is still alive. Okay. You know, for, you know how Foreigner was at the, I think, the plaza a couple weeks yes. ago? Yes. Not Lou Graham. Which, oh, okay. Somebody else. They have like 15 different members. The band? Yeah, former well, members. Through, I think through the years they've yeah. had at least 15. And Mick Jagger's ex-wife, Bianca Jagger, 77 today. I know this would be hard. This might be hard to comprehend, but the movie Austin Powers is now a quarter of a century old. 25 years ago, on this date, the first Austin Powers movie was released. Not groovy, baby. And everybody was like, oh, behave. <laughs> that was the year that we went, one of the years we went to Mardi Gras, and everybody, every dude at Mardi Gras was like, oh, behave. Show us your boobs. <laughs> it was 14 years ago that the Marvel Cinematic Universe was launched with the release of the first Iron Man movie. So that's been 14 years ago. And 11 years ago, in 2011, Osama bin Laden was killed by U.S. forces in Pakistan. Um, President Obama made that announcement at 11.30 p.m. Eastern the night before. Uh, but it is the 11-year anniversary since they got Osama bin Laden. And uh, one other thing that I think bears mentioning, this is National Herb Week. Do you say herb or herb. I say the herb. Herb. Right. I think in the UK they say herb. Seriously. Herb. Like they pronounce the H in the right. UK, but we don't. Uh, anyway. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Welcome back from the weekend. A good Monday to everybody. We're going to take a look at the month of May. Brand new month uh, started yesterday. And we're going to look at all the big events that are upcoming in May. Some of the annual you know, things that happen every year, but also some of the stuff unique for this year. Hey, I want to uh, go on the record as saying you can watch uh, you can watch The Batman on HBO if you got HBO. Oh, Max, on it's HBO free. Max, yeah. If, <gasps> it, well, it, you know, if you. If you have if you HBO subscribe Max. to it, yeah. Well, but I mean, it's not like Disney where you subscribe to Disney and you pay a monthly fee for Disney, but when a new movie comes out, you still have, you to, still pay have to pay that for that one. Yeah. No, I was watching this one for free. Did you like it better? I really enjoyed it 
a lot better. I saw it in the theaters. And you went on with your Batman hate goggles on? No, I wouldn't say I went in with Batman hate goggles because I don't hate Batman. There have been some really good Batman movies. All the Christopher Nolan ones were real solid. Uh, the first two more than the third one, but you know they, those were good. But I was watching it. It's like everything I like in a superhero movie. It's like very grounded in reality. You know, he didn't have a flying motorcycle or anything. <laughs> and it really was. I appreciated it much more the second time I watched it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you not used to hearing me admit Mm-mm. I was wrong? Right. We're not used to seeing you get through the cloud of cynicism. I know, right? And see the golden and light of truth. I don't know how to react. Also, it, I mean, it says something because the movie is getting a sequel, which means people enough people liked it where it is going to go into it. But you came out of your first viewing like, eh. I gave it like a six and a half. Right. And what would you give it now? Like a nine and a half. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, that's really a big difference. Yeah, we've, that is surprising. What? Speechless. Yeah, I don't know how to react. Absolutely speechless. Well, did you see the Batman? No, I haven't seen it. I recommend it. It's good. Mostly because you didn't recommend it. <laughs> I know you talk so much crap about it that I was just like, why bother? <laughs> I don't. Did I talk crap about it? I didn't say it was. I didn't give it a one or a two. I gave it a six, six and a half, probably. Okay. I thought it was okay. But I watched it again and I, it, my opinion really soared. Well, good. That is good. Here now is. I really want to see it because I still haven't seen you it. You haven't seen, seen it? it? How have you not seen the you, you Batman? Know, I told One you. of the fiercest defenders of it. <laughs> you know, when it came out, Buzz asked me, hey, do you want to go see it? I said, no, me, me and my dad are going to go see it. I promised my dad. And he had been out on a trip. Well, did he's dad, been back for... Did your dad big time you on it? No, but he, <laughs> he's been back for three weeks and hasn't mentioned it. And then... Yesterday, he's, he says, oh, so you're going to take Buzz to go see the Doctor Strange movie, The Madness? <gasps> you're going to take Buzz. Buzz, you are making Nico's real daddy sad. <laughs> it sounds like I'm making... I think it, it's like I'm, I'm making Bio Dad jealous. Buzz, Bio in no way, <laughs> is a father figure to me, okay? But uh, I'm like, if anything, I'm an older brother figure, but like a real up older brother yeah that that one from harry potter like the weasley that you never see (laughs) sure he's george weasley or or ron no george charlie charlie i don't know charlie weasley here are some shows that have been canceled if you enjoy these shows i got bad news for you they've been canceled legends of tomorrow i know i'm so disappointed in this one that's a dc Mm, joint right it when is, it first started off, it was real good. Oh, does you that, watched it? Yeah. Does that Ooh. have hawk people on it? Yeah, it has the hot girl and hot man uh, characters. I think Carter I Hall. over when it first came on, and I saw that there were hawk people, and I was like... Carter Hall was one of them. Hawk people? Yeah. <laughs> Shyara is the other. Okay, so I really like this one because, yeah, it's all the DC characters you can think of. Hot girl, hawk man, the Adam, uh, White Canary, uh, Mr. Cold... And it was like Doctor Who, because they're all led by Rip Hunter. He's a, a time traveler, and they, they go throughout time into different centuries and different ages, where it's ancient Egypt or, you know, Victorian London or the future. And it was it was really cool. It was a cool concept. 
Well, Legends of Tomorrow is now yesterday's news. (laughs) (laughs) Also canceled Batwoman. Yeah, whatever. No? Didn't dig on that? Didn't dig it. And Space Force. That was good. John Malkovich, Steve Carell. Oh, the Steve Carell one. Yeah. The did se- they only do one season? No, the of second that, or season did they do a out second already. Season? Well, it just came out a couple months ago, but I, we didn't talk about it. Nobody said anything about it. It was went on the radar. That's one I didn't think was terrible, but I didn't think it was so compelling that I was going to tune in and watch it or anything. Right. You know, it was okay. Yeah, it was all right. It had a good cast, though. All right, now we got a dog segment that I want to tell you about. And a new study about dogs that I think you'll find really interesting. Wait, let them get to this part. Nico's got a a puppy, like a rescue puppy. Aw, that's so cute. He How is, is he doing? Jack is good. Give he, him kisses for me. I do all the time, and he uh, he's getting bigger. It's cool to see like like just from a couple weeks ago, he's not fitting the same way in certain things. Like he used to like <laughs> like to get under my couch, and now he can't really fit under the couch. Uh, first story we have here is a woman on Reddit who talked about how she was really concerned about her dog because the dog kept passing gas and the smell was so bad that she thought, well, there's something very, very wrong with my dog. Right, that's toxic. That can't be normal. Uh, and worried that it might have, have been a medical issue, so uh, she compared it to the smell of rotten eggs and took him to the vet. They did a whole battery of tests. Uh, they all came back fine. The dog's healthy. Oh, well, oh good. So she went to another vet to get a second opinion. Okay. Same thing. They did a bu- bunch of tests and said, now this dog is in tip-top health. Hmm. Five weeks later, and according to the woman, several thousand dollars later, she found out that it wasn't her dog, it was her husband that was the one passing gas. <laughs> <laughs> she told, she told, blamed it on the dog? She the told classic, him, blame it on the dog. She told Reddit that it turned out her husband was the one cracking all those rats and not the dog. But he would blame the dog. She said she was so angry, she, she kicked him out of the house for the night. And told him that oh, he no. had to pay half of the vet bills. I guess she must have paid the, the vet bills herself. She's Most like, people, you saw me going to right. the vet, paying all these bills and you still didn't uh, say. Good luck. I hope you find out what's wrong with that dog's like, uh, yeah, colon. I hope that you find out what's wrong with our poor doggy. I wonder which subreddit this was on. This could have been an am I the a-hole for kicking my husband out. <laughs> well, most people in the comment section said that he should have paid for the whole thing. Oh, yeah. In the end, she made him go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and the doctor told him he had to change his diet. <laughs> and here's a... Uh, the study I was telling you about. Uh, new study researchers looked at the genes of more than 2,000 dogs and talked to 18,000 dog owners about the different personality traits the different breeds have. And here's what they found quote, at the end of the day, every dog really is an individual. They found that the breed doesn't have that much to do with a dog's personality. 
And I am totally going to call BS on that one. So I got a little bit of... (laughs) (laughs) I think there are some dog breeds that definitely have a consistent... uh, Personality? Yeah, or similar personality. (laughs) Okay. So here is University of Massachusetts geneticist Eleanor Carlson talking about the link between a dog's breed and its behavior and talking about how, in actuality, it's a very weak link between the breed and the personality. Well, I didn't do the research they did, but I've never seen a chihuahua that didn't have the same personality. And what personality is that? Okay, in a word. (laughs) (laughs) What's the one you say your girlfriend has that goes, yep, yep. And scares you when you're napping? It's a French poodle named Mimi. <laughs> Mini. Mini. Oh, Mini. I'm sorry. Did not you Mimi. just not know the name to the dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Have you been calling it that the whole time? I've been calling it Mimi this whole time. <laughs> just it's out of nowhere, Mini. this dog will go, and it's like the same frequency as an alarm clock, so it'll, it'll, def- it'll scare me or wake me up, depending on if I'm awake or not. Have you ever known a Chihuahua that's just like, oh, somebody's at the door? I'll just chill out. No, no big deal. I, I feel like the breeds definitely have temperaments to them. I think that's exactly why there are breeds. Um, um, some traits are inherited, un, are inherited. Things like howling or barking too much can be passed down. Well, there you go. I mean, that seems like a pretty that's big a, thing yeah. to be inherited is how excitable the dog is. But the researchers say it has more to do whether the dog's parents were barkers and less to do with the breed itself. That's interesting. So the puppies, if the puppies stay with their parents enough time to pick up their barking habits... No, no, I think they're talking about inherited. So it has more to do with parentage and not so much as breed. But tell me, there aren't some breeds of dogs that are much more likely to hump your leg than others. <laughs> I feel like bulldogs and... Maybe you're just very attractive to dogs. My shin might be anyway. Like Half the houses you read in Doorbell in El Paso, they've got one or two chihuahuas that are just going crazy. But I've never seen a chill chihuahua. Joanna, have you? Um, You're not a dog lady. I used to have chihuahuas, though. And then they all passed away because they were old. But I had one. His name was Tiny. And the second my mom would go in to wake me up for school, he was a good protector. It's like Beaker. Another study looked at which breeds live the longest. Okay. Jack Russells, which I believe are terriers, right? If Wishbone, the TV show, taught me anything, then yes. Jack Russell's... It's a Wishbone? That's a Jack Russell Terrier, yeah. It is a Wishbone. (laughs) They live the average of the longest at 12.7 years. Then Yorkshire Terriers live on average about 12 and a half years. Border Collies, 12.1. Springer Spaniels, 11.9. Those are in the upper end of the spectrum. And those are generally smaller dogs. A border collie's not very small, is it? No, but it's not huge. Like, 
Bigger dogs generally have a smaller lifespan. The dog with the lowest average lifespan. Let me guess. Let me guess. Irish wolfhound? No. Yeah. Wow. These are like specific dogs. French bulldogs. Oh. French. Oh, like the Lady Gaga one. French bulldogs, average lifespan, four and a half years. What? What? Four and a half years. Obviously, right. nature does not want these dogs to, to live. Survive. No, I mean four and a half years. I think there are mosquitoes that live longer than that. What is uh, what is the breed of your dog? A uh, mix, right? It's what I believe to be a cocker spaniel and corgi mix. Yeah, or a Pembroke cocker. And now I feel like you're just making up names. <laughs> I'm not. I actually looked it up. Is it is it nice having some somebody in your home, even if that person is a is a little tiny dog? Yes, it is very when nice. When you get home it feels better. It's just nice to have somebody that looks at me the way I look at supermodels. I don't know. Boobs. Boobs. And he looks at me the same way. Wait. You're the boob. Your puppy wants to have his way with you? Emotionally. Oh, I see. <laughs> He provides Nico emotional comfort, all right? He is. He's great. It's just like, yeah. He's, over, a buddy. he's overwhelmed with joy whenever he's here. But he also like has some separation anxiety, so he doesn't like to leave my side. Like He'll just follow me from room to room. Do you have a separation anxiety, maybe? I wouldn't mind seeing him right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We're going to take a in-depth look at the month of May and all the uh, celebrations and... Different things that are happening. There's a lot uh, going on in the month of May. Not just the holidays, but also uh, movies coming out, sports events that take place in May, so on and so forth. And we'll get a look at that coming up in just a few minutes. The NFL draft is over, and a lot of uh, news sports sites are saying that the New York Jets had the best draft of any other team. Has anyone heard from Steve Kaplowitz <laughs> or Adrian <Or> Brodus? <laughs> That's a good question. Are they missing teeth? Do they have Michael J- uh, Tyson tattoos on half their face? <laughs> oh, because they were in Vegas for the draft. Got it. Yeah, I think Steve's going to drop by later today. USA Today, NFL.com, and ESPN all say that of the 32 NFL teams, the one that got the best haul this year is the New York Jets. Uh, The rest of the top five are the Ravens, the Eagles, the Giants, and the Texans. The Sporting News gave the Jets a perfect A-plus for their drafts, along with the Ravens and the Eagles. Teams that got a solid A from Sporting News are the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Cowboys. Hmm. And, in fact, I got some audio here. That was sent our way. The Cowboys, in the with their first pick, took Tyler Smith, who is a center who played at University of Tulsa. And Jerry Jones called him. Tyler Smith is originally from the Dallas. I think he's from Fort Worth, so he's from the Metroplex. And that's what he's talking about. As Jerry Jones tells him he's going to play for his hometown team, the Cowboys. Aww. <laughs> Oh, 
Although it was kind of weird, I'm sure he was so happy right after Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones was like, all right, I got about five more people you got to talk to real quick. Right. Hey, I got a whole bunch of white guys here need to talk to you. <laughs> we'll let you celebrate with your family, but I'm going to put on another white guy. Uh, white guy number five. Talk to Tyler. He's not even another coach. He's just a... This is just a white guy we found walking out in front of the building. <laughs> Uh, here are a few things to look forward to in the month of May. Let's start in the sports department. So coming up in sports, the NBA and NHL playoffs are going to be going on for most of the month. The NBA playoffs are already going on, and that'll leak over into June. The Kentucky Derby uh, goes down, I think, Saturday. Yeah, I believe sat- this Saturday. In tennis, the French Open starts on the 22nd. And for auto racing fans, the Indy 500 is on May the 29th, Memorial Day weekend. Just speak right up. I want to hear your reaction if there's anything there that really tickles your fancy. You know, that Indy 500 is, is a pretty <laughs> exciting race. That That's cars. It's 500 laps of circles. It's 500 no, it's laps? It's 500 miles. I oh, okay, okay. <laughs> For movies, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I'm gonna go see you with Lisa this week. This week, uh, I guess there'll be a you know they'll start showing on Thursday and then starts on on Friday. Are you gonna go on on Thursday? You're gonna go on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Buzz, we have to go see that. I thought Lisa invited you guys. Did she? Did she? That is news to us. Also coming out this month, the Zac Efron horror movie Firestarter will be released on the 13th, but I don't know if this is the Firestarter that Stephen King wrote that had Drew Barrymore in it. I think it is. You think it's It's a a remake remake. of that? Yeah. Downton Abbey, A New Era, comes out on May 18th. No? (laughs) Is this one you're big excited about? (laughs) You can you can go woo if you're woo, excited. For down Abbey, down a Abbey. new era. Woo! woo! We have to see if the uh, <laughs> Dowager Duchess is still alive and kicking. Now, tell me how you relate to a TV show that is set maybe half a century ago or more. Like a censured, like the first Downton Abbey, the the first episode of Downton Abbey is the day after the Titanic sank because they're finding out that Lord Grantham's heir had died in the Titanic, oh so he's left without an heir for his estates. So this centers around three daughters, an estate that's run by Lady servants. Mary, Lady Edith, yeah, and then the hot one, Lady <laughs> Sybil. Yeah, she was Lady Sybil was the hot one. How do you relate to a show that's basically about three of the richest people in the world that you could or in England, and then all servants? The rest are all servants and butlers. Well, I would tell you that I very much identify with the rich people. (laughs) (laughs) And as part of that, I always wonder, like, when do they get a moment's peace? They're always surrounded by people waiting on them and dressing them. Like, they don't do anything on their own. And there's just, don't you ever just want to be alone so you can, so you can <laughs> break wind or pick your nose or something? Did and, they break wind back then? Yeah, I'm sure they did. No, farting was invented in the 20th century. Hmm. Downton Abbey, a new era, hits theaters on May the 18th, and Top Gun Maverick comes out the 27th. 
I really. Do you want to go see gonna, that? No, something's going to have Goose. to happen. Let's go, Goose. Goose. You'll be my Go- band. Goose's Goose. son is part of the group that Tom Cruise, that Maverick's teaching. Nice. And he blames Maverick for the death of his father. <gasps> and somebody told me what Goose's son's name was. I assumed Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that. So. All right. On television, coming up in the month of May. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi on May 27th. Disney Plus. (laughs) No, I'm super excited about this. This Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is your excited face. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) What's his name is back? The guy from Train Spotting? What the hell's his name? Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor is back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Hayden Christensen is back in some capacity. I don't know why they'd need Hayden Christensen back. If, if they show Darth Vader, he's already Darth Vader, right? Like, this is post-Revenge yes. of the Sith. He has been Vaderized. Right? Yeah, right. Uh, so 27th for Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. Uh, season. You, you don't feel like having The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett kind of saturated the Star Wars... Uh, what would you call it? The... It hasn't saturated me, and it hasn't satiated me. It's only tantalized me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, then. Also on May 27th, season four of Stranger Things comes out that same day on Netflix. No? No woo for both of you guys? All right. Woo! Mm. I'd like to try that again. Woo! <laughs> if you're into fashion, the Met Gala is today. Oh, snap. This year's dress code is gilded glamour. Yeah. Bridgerton material, girl. (laughs) And here are the holidays. Star Wars Day is May the 4th, which is Wednesday, two days away. May the 4th be with you. Cinco de Mayo is May the 5th. Woo! May the Cinco be with you. So that's Thursday. Mm. And Mother's Day is on Sunday, guys. Oh, my God. May yeah, Mother's don't forget, be with you. Mother's Day is on Sunday. Memorial Day, the 30th. Some of the lesser-known holidays, No Pants Day is the 6th, so that's a Saturday. National Eat What You Want Day is on the 11th. National Mimosa Day, May 16th. National Hamburger Day, May 28th. Are so you- that, that's your complete rundown of all the events and special things that are coming up in the month of May. Are you excited to see the the Met Gala costumes tonight? Because we talked about them a lot when they, the last year. I hate everything about that. It's a bunch of rich people showing up dressed ridiculously. Well, do you know why they're dressed ridiculously? I don't know. It's probably for like a good charitable cause. I'm no, right. for the, the Met, for the Met, for the Metropolitan, for the Metropolitan Museum okay. of Arts Costume Institute of New York City. Yeah. Like I said, a bunch of rich people dressing ridiculously. Because it's a costume institute. It's for a costume school. That's what it's for? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be like for leukemia or something. No, like it's that to really- benefit the costume school at the Metro- <laughs> Metropolitan Museum of Art. Yeah, who cares about a costume school? <laughs> Only people who wear costumes. So that's that's what they're wearing are costumes. That's why they dress up so weird for it, yeah. 
You know what really ticked me off? Not a mask to be seen on any of the celebrities, but guess what? Everybody else wearing a mask, like the ushers, you know, the waiters, people bringing them drinks on trays. Everybody was wearing a mask except the celebrity. Well, Kim Kardashian had a mask because that was part of the She was a full body mask. Uh, Yeah, anyway, today's the, or tonight, I guess, is the Met Gala. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Here is Nico Ajimian with our top headlines of the day. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. Multiple wildfires are raging across the United States, with many in the Southwest. New Mexico is battling five large fires, with some combining to form one large complex fire and quickly aiming to become the largest in the state's history. The two biggest now combined into one is the Calf Canyon Hermits Fire. Over 100,000 acres have been burned and the entire town of Las Vegas, New Mexico could be threatened by the inferno. It's currently 30% contained, but it's putting stress on evacuation centers as calls for people to leave their homes continue. Air support was grounded for a time yesterday as winds reached 48 miles per hour and smoke cut visibility to zero. Agencies are warning that the fire could double in size before being contained. Over 6,000 people have been evacuated so far. But in some good news, the tunnel fire in Arizona is now 95% contained after burning just over 19,000 acres. Along with Arizona and New Mexico, six other states are battling at least one major fire. Concerns about escalation and economic consequences of the war in Ukraine loom large in the minds of the U.S. public, even as majorities of Americans favor increased support for Ukraine, particularly in terms of humanitarian aid and further economic sanctions on Russia. A new poll by ABC News says that 55% uh, favor increased military support, even as 8 in 10 people express worries about a wider war or the possibilities of of nuclear war. As many people worry about direct U.S. military involvement, a step most by far rule out. Economically, two-thirds are very or somewhat concerned that sanctions against Russia will contribute to higher food and energy prices in the U.S., Yet, two-thirds also support increasing such sanctions, a sign of commitment to Ukraine's cause. Indeed, among those who are concerned about price impacts, 64% support sanctions anyways. You know what would be great? Hmm. If somebody poisoned Putin for a All change. Right. Yeah. You know, he... He poisons other people. Yeah, he ha- or, you know, has them poisoned. Yeah. It'd be great if they could just poison Putin. Right. How do you think that would happen? I think, I mean, I'm sure that's a goal, but <laughs> I don't know if it's like... Oh, it's easy. Just go put some poison. Yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of people who've gone up against Putin have ended up getting poisoned. It's always with an umbrella, somehow sticking into your leg or something. There was one case, wasn't there, where somebody got stabbed. It's like, oh, I felt somebody stab me, and I saw a guy with an umbrella, and then it turned out it was like polonium Polonium 212, I think. 212? Yeah. So I would encourage the government into looking into my plan to poison Putin. <laughs> okay. Buzz for your national policies. Yeah. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi this weekend told Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky that additional U.S. support is on the way. We are here to say to you that we are with you till this fight is over, Pelosi said during their meeting in Kiev. Pelosi, who traveled with a congressional delegation, is the highest level U.S. official to visit Ukraine since Russia invaded on February 24th. Her delegation's trip was unannounced. The visit comes as a number of civilians who have been holed up in a houses near fighting being waged at a steel plant in the Ukrainian city of Maripol were evacuated via humanitarian corridors established on Saturday and Sunday. Here is Nancy Pelosi talking about the aid that the U.S. promises to deliver. 
Here she is talking about standing up to bullies. Italy and Greece relaxed some of their COVID-19 restrictions over the weekend, just ahead of the busy summer travel season. Travelers still have to wear masks on flight, overseen by Greece's Civil Aviation Authority, but no longer need to show proof of vaccination or a negative test. Italy's health ministry, meanwhile, is rolling back some indoor mask mandates, specifically in stores and workplaces, though you still have to wear a mask on public transit. Authorities there hope the new rules are a sign that life will return to normal as the virus recedes, but at the same time stressed, the pandemic is not over. Both countries saw important tourism revenues plunge in 2020 with only a partial rebound in 2021. I actually have a friend who moved to Italy, right? a comedian friend who moved to Italy right in 2020, right before the pandemic. Yeah, I know that dude. Nick Farrell or Sean Farrell or Kitty Commando. Yeah. Any other comment on that? Did he ever go by the ferret or is that a different guy? The ferret? Yeah. I think you're thinking of Polly Shore, the weasel? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Multiple law enforcement agencies are continuing their search for a murder suspect who escaped an Alabama jail. With a guard. Joanna, this is like one of those things where a female guard helped the the male prisoner escaped. <laughs> I like, I heard it. Yeah. The continuing the search for murder suspect who escaped in Alabama jail by apparently faking a trip to the courthouse with the help of a corrections officer, according to authorities. It's on the TV right now. Not on mine. They're talking to some Ukrainian ladies on mine. What are you on? HLN. Okay. Got CNN. <laughs> Vicki White, the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office Assistant Director, was last seen escorting inmate Casey White to the local courthouse on Friday. Wait, wait, wait. What's the lady's name? Vicki White. And Casey White. I don't know. Is that know coincidental? No, they're not. They're not related? related? No. Right. No. no relation. Uh... He was escorting, she was escorting the inmate to the courthouse on Friday morning for an alleged mental health evaluation, Sheriff Rick Singleton told reporters on Saturday. They are still being hunted down as we speak. The two, however, are not related, the sheriff said. But they think it's like, a, like one of these lonely heart escapes because she's missing too. It's not like he knocked her out or... No, no, she's, she's part of this. She's part of A co-conspiracy. But she's not even just a normal corrections officer. She's the assistant director. Yeah, she's apparently like one of the best, has tons of awards. Boom, escapes with a convict. He, that's a movie of the week. He's just so charming. Series. Well, they haven't been caught yet, so we don't know how the movie he's will not end. He's hot. Really? I'm looking at it right now. He's, he's pretty hot. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that before, though, of, like, inmates seducing? Yeah, there was a famous uh, case where these two inmates, I guess, I, I don't know if seduce is the right word. Yeah, it probably, probably is. Probably, yeah. Or charm, And it was, a, it was a female guard who helped him escape. I know of a female, like, psychiatrist helping, like, a really scary... like Yeah, criminal. Harley Quinn and yeah. the Joker. <laughs> yeah. is that, are you talking about yeah. Harley Quinn? <laughs> See how I can read your mind already now, Joanna? It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> a special grand jury in Georgia will be seated today in order to deal with possible election interference by none other than Donald the election was stolen Trump. After they're seated, the jury will begin work on the allegation that Donald Trump may have tried to interfere with Georgia's 2020 election. How is that even a question when he's on tape with, with Brad Raffensperger, who was in charge of the Georgia elections, telling him, and it's his voice, and he doesn't deny it, saying, 
I just need 14,000. Find me 14,000 more votes. Like, how is it even a question of whether he tried to interfere with the election or not? I guess that's... Uh, and, and, I, and I ask that sincerely. Like, if anybody would explain to me, like, we heard the phone call where he's telling the guy who's in charge of the Georgia state election, find me however many votes to put me over the top. Well, I guess he could always argue, ah, I wasn't really serious, but... Yeah, when you're the president and you're leaning on somebody over the phone and telling them to do something, you can't turn around and say, I was just a joke. Right. It wasn't April Fool's. Well, just reverse it. Imagine any other politician who did this. If, if, if there was a video recording of Hillary Clinton talking to the governor of Maine or Massachusetts or California... Find me the votes to over... You know, yeah. to throw on, the news, election... Some- it, it almost offends me that they, they word it like allegations. It's not allegations. He did it. We all heard it. Well, the jurors will consider testimony and evidence in allegations against the former president. The grand jury is expected to focus a lot of attention on a recording of Trump's phone call to Georgia's yes. Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. Trump urged Georgia's top election official to find enough votes to pass then-Democratic nominee Joe Biden's winning total. Some of, the pre- some of the proceedings will be broadcast, but not all of them. So you will have a front row seat to that buzz. Google is urging users to update their Chrome browsers. The tech giant alerted users of 29 security fixes in its latest update and asked users to manually update ASAP. Tech experts say the update means hackers found some vulnerabilities in the software, which leave users open to being attacked. This is the latest round of security patches in a long list by tech companies recently, as hackers have been working overtime as of late. So what kind of device? Well, this is for Google Chrome browsers, so you're, like the browser you use to search the internet. If you're using Chrome, it will... Am I using Chrome? Yes, that is Chrome. Yep. So... <laughs> <laughs> Can you print that story out or just email it to Daver? I'm sure Daver you is think already Daver's aware. on top yeah. of this? Yes, I'm, I'm sure. John Stamos is joining the Marvel Universe, guys. The full house actor is lending his voice to none other than Marvel favorite Tony Stark slash Iron Man for season two of Disney Junior's animated series Marvel's Spidey and His Amazing Friends. Aww. The series focuses on the adventures of Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, and Miles Morales as they team up to defeat foes. Season 2 sees them call on Iron Man and other Avengers to assist. The season premieres in August. Are you a big fan of John Stamos, suppose? As big as anybody, I guess. <laughs> I would say my, my Stamos fandom level is probably, pre- you know, like on the national average level. Nice. Well, with the news, I'm Nico. All right, it is Monday, and we're all back at work, back at school, uh, unless you've got some reason not to be, in which case I hope you feel better soon, right? I guess, but uh, this is our Monday show. It's a brand new month, by the way, guys. We're into the month of May. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Later this hour, Joanna Barba is going to have entertainment news headed our way. We're going to hear what Bill Murray had to say over the weekend about... Like an investigation into a movie he was working on that he behaved inappropriately. I guess he kept it kind of vague. Like he didn't say specifically what right. he did, but he, he apologized. Uh, so we got that audio coming up in just a few moments. 
Russia has announced that they're going to pull out of the International Space Station. You might have seen a story. There was an American astronaut who set some kind of record for the duration in space. And they were asking him, hey, was it awkward being on the space station with these Russian cosmonauts when all this, you know, when the war in Ukraine and everything broke out? I, I had heard it wasn't uh, because no, they're I scientists. Think, yeah, they're scientists. I think there's kind of like a, a bond that transcends politics when you're a scientist on that level. I'm not sure if it was here, but I thought I had heard audio of one astronaut saying that when you're on the space station, you look down at the Earth, you can't see any political lines. There's no borders that are, are uh, evident from space. The world looks like it's one thing. I think there's a term for that. It's called the overview effect. And they say that people right. who have been in space or, you know, to the, you know, I guess, obviously, if you're on the moon, you're in space, get like this different perspective. And they report that most astronauts or people who've been to space uh, have experienced this. Mm -hmm. Well, we have, we have a lot to thank the Russians for, for their space work, mostly mixing tang with vodka. <laughs> that was them yeah oh, they man. came up they were the first ones to say no, tang is not bad we should mix with vodka <laughs> nico tell me about the uh the workout pill <laughs> <laughs> are you serious is this a real headline this is a real headline yeah uh you might get a workout in a pill yes uh there is a pill uh well uh, at least it's in in the uh phases of being studied. There's a new pill supplement that uh, researchers have developed or uncovered that can affect the proteins in your body. They can uh, affect different things that actually will replicate the working out. So you could get a workout in a pill. Now, this is aimed at people who are immobile, people who uh, have disabilities that prevent them from normal ranges of, of uh, activity. All right. How about people who are not outside the normal range but really hate to go to the gym. Like you. Yeah. Like, if could you take a workout pill to get like a, a six yeah. pack? Yes. That is the potential of this pill, the supplement right now. Let's it's, get it done. Let's it's, put the move on that. Let's, yeah. pretend it, let's pretend fat is like COVID. Come on. You have to get fat. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get fat enough where you can't walk, though. So, <gasps> like in my 600 pound life. Yeah. It's like definitely. Thousand pound sisters? You ever seen that? Oh my God, I love that show. If you can do that, Buzz, then. You're on the list. No. Why don't they make it available for everybody? Oh, well, maybe they will. This or is, does it only work if you're like, like extremely obese? You know what? Maybe someday it will be available to everybody. But like most medications and things that are, you know, prescribed, it's going to take a little time. Do you want to know a question that I have typed into Google search way enough times that it's alarming? <laughs> God. How to color your hair i don't no, know it has to when I don't should color i my go hair. to the doctor nope if it's serious what is bursitis <laughs> what is bursitis man? will the itch go away <laughs> <laughs> okay i want you guys why to does stop it burn guessing. when it pees <laughs> so this is a google search that i've done over the years probably 30 times okay is there a real limitless pill <laughs> from the Bradley Cooper the movie, movie Limitless that just makes you like super cool and awesome at everything. So do you know what usually comes back? What? Like it brings up a bunch of ads that... For Alpha Brain or for... Adderall. Oh, yeah. Well, Adderall is considered a nootropic. 
That's that's what the limitless pill. It's a nootropic. It's a it's a uh, yeah, but medicine like, designed to increase you your brain's functioning. Because you saw a Bruce Lee movie, all of a sudden you know karate. That I don't think well, nothing does makes that. A claim nothing like would that. do that. But and it's like you overheard some Portuguese at an airport, and now you know port. Joanna, did you see Limitless? Uh, yeah, kind of. I I remember kind of it. Okay, yeah, no, 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 none of the pills will help you learn Portuguese or oh, understand. Uh, well, so I the first time I Google searched that, I asked uh, my doctor, and he said, "Nope, I'm not giving you Adderall prescription." <laughs> so I went to another doctor, and that doctor also said, "Nope." Why are they so tight on the uh, Adderall prescription if it's the real life Limitless Because you said I Googled pill. Limitless Pill. <laughs> what and should I have said? Not that. They're not going to give you Adderall just because you want a Limitless Pill. Adderall <laughs> That's exactly for- what I told and them. And do you like, tell them, like, have you seen the movie Limitless? And they're like, yes. And you're like, can I have Adderall? And they're like, sure. what? <laughs> I mean, that's not word for word, but in well, the, the general sense of the conversation. Why don't you figure out what yeah. Adderall is generally prescribed for? Limitless pill, according to Google searches. It's it's prescribed for limitless pill. What kind of childlike sentence is that? Adderall, limitless pill. <laughs> what What does that mean? Is there a real yeah. limit? See, you can't go to the doctor and say, limitless pill? And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, limitless pill. Here you go. Can I has limitless pill? Can I has <laughs> limitless pill? I spent a week on Nuvigil, the drug. Nuvigil. Nuvigil, the drug from Limitless. It's Guess what? Not that's total, it's over. total horse. This guy says it on Thrillist. Okay, but it, it, it depends on what you guys really want. Okay, there is no medicine that will allow you to learn Portuguese, that will allow you to understand the stock market, that will allow you oh, to Oh, yeah. Think, he could, he just became okay. a whiz at the stock market. But what New Vigil does, what New Adderall Vigil. does, what Ritalin, what caffeine Wait, is do. New Vigil an actual... It's called a nootropic. N-O-O-T-R-O-P-I-C. Nootropic. New Vigil, all one word? No, New Vigil spelled N-U-V-I-G-I-L. Uh, that's the brand name for it. It, it. It's mainly given to pilots for insomnia. Okay, it's it it's is. it's given for narcolepsy. It's the treatment for narcolepsy, um, but it also will help your brain process things a little faster. You might be a little bit more awake, a little bit more aware of things, maybe a little sharper to say things like right off the bat. Uh, but none of them will give you superpowers. But Adderall, Ritalin, caffeine. Um, caffeine? I've been taking caffeine for years, caffeine, and I don't feel like an improved version of Bradley well, Cooper. I, I just said nothing will make you feel like that. Maybe you have to be Bradley Cooper. But caffeine does... Why do you think caffeine helps people wake up in the morning and help them get work done? It's it's a brain stimulant, essentially. Now, the bad the bad side effect of caffeine is it causes jitters. It causes anxiety for, from having it too much. Um, so there are side effects to these things. Side effects. New Vigil can also increase anxiety and and other the, of those wakefulness effects. But no, you're not going to get a but limitless But I'm definitely pill. not just going to no. like own the stock market. No. But if result. that was the case, then everybody who's on these medications would be owning things. Owning anxiety, the stock market. Upset stomach, dry mouth. Diarrhea. Headache, diarrhea, Di- nausea, and difficulty sleeping. Right. Must be good to be worth all that, huh? Severe agitation. But it's a thing you got to get a prescription for? Absolutely. You need a doctor to monitor you on all these things. So when I would search, is there a real-life limitless pill, half of the stuff that would come up was like, yeah, it's Adderall, but, you know. And then half of it was like brain boosters that are 
just do nothing. You know, you know they do nothing because well, they, you don't know the, they do nothing. On just the be- bottle, it it doesn't. It's like they let you know they don't make any claim to actually right. have it's any not active. F- it's their supplements, so they're not FDA approved, and they're not they're not meant for any specific condition. That's why they get away with supplements. Yeah, saying, they probably don't do anything. Though there are some supplements that you can take that can help your brain think a little faster. Uh, the thing that can you name some blossom of those? is hawking on you. Yeah, right. Sure. Those, those the thing that things. Blossom is hawking. What's her name? Mayim Bialik. Right. Uh, some of those, uh, they, they, they could but work. But you should start taking some of that. <laughs> you think those actually work? I don't know. There's only one way to find out. Take it. It, it could also be a huge placebo effect. Uh, who knows? Uh, Joe well, Rogan. This is already I think it goes with pl- placebo effect. It, it could be. But, you know, in general, having things like vitamin C, vitamin, like if you if you have a vitamin D deficiency, you could feel like very tired during the day. So getting your vitamin D levels checked wouldn't be the worst. Are you saying I'm not getting enough D? I'm saying you've never had enough D. Okay. Um, thyroid. Don't you get that from the sun? Shut up, Joanna. (laughs) (laughs) You 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 are supposed to get that from the sun, but for people who work indoors at offices, people who who aren't um, active during the day in sunlight, they could have a, a deficiency. People who work at night, swing shifts, you might have a vitamin D deficiency. And that's what Rogan's always going on and on about, right? You know, isn't it he's too- going on about a lot of things. Yeah, but it's, he goes on about testosterone. He'll but talk he's about- all about vitamin D too. Like you don't get enough vitamin D, right? And and really, people probably do get most of these vitamins. Most people probably get plenty of vitamins, right? But there's Got also it. other conditions that you might not be aware of, like hypothyroidism, uh, having a low thyroid toxin. Wouldn't my eyes be bulging out if that was the case? That's hyperthyroidism. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> having too much, and that would okay. make you have a little bulgy eyes. Hypothyroidism would just make you sleepy and tired. What happens uh, if you take like, both at the same time? Uh, Matt from Abilene in the app chat. I want to read Matt's app chat message. I'm behind on y'all's show, but ecstasy is a limitless pill. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that just, like, really made you love everything and love everybody, but I didn't know that it... Does it make you more competent? I've never done ecstasy. Neither have I. There are no studies that are comparing MDMA and doing better in schoolwork or doing better at, at things uh, I'm the pretty sure market. at the stock market it's not like oh the stocks feel really good today <laughs> um, I want to I want a pill that makes me so charming that I'm just randomly at a party and they invite me to go to like some exotic private island with them, <laughs> like, like they did Bradley Cooper well you don't need a limitless pill for that you need one that makes you fun you need a fun he pill he had that he had bath salts yeah <laughs> limitless would just make <laughs> you smarter <laughs> A limitless pill would just... No, 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 because in the movie, Bradley Cooper is kind of a sad sack, which I think that was the real challenge of that movie, was making Bradley Cooper look like a loser at the beginning. Right. How do so, you make so Bradley basically, Cooper look... his hair was messy. And then he took the <laughs> pill, and all of a sudden, not only is he smarter, he's also, like, dazzling in conversation, and everybody wants to just hang out with him. Right. No, ecstasy won't do that. Well, maybe if you have the ecstasy. Come on, yeah. pharmaceutical companies. Get to work on a limitless pill. <laughs> That's what this world Buzz means. Buzz wants bath but in a pill form. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be on record saying that I want bath salts. There's tons of audio of that. 
from last week's I conversation the alone. Stuff segment on Saturday. On my, that. <laughs> my mom, it was like, oh, you got, why were you guys just talking about drugs and penises all the time? First of all, thank you for listening, Mrs. Jimena. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Barva, please start listening to Joanna. Exactly. Uh, so before we get to entertainment news, which we're going to in a second, Amber Heard gets to go on the witness stand. I say gets to because, you, you know, I feel like Johnny Depp won a lot of people over on the witness stand. And Amber just fired her entire PR team. She did? Yeah. Because she's she yeah. looks terrible, first of all, out of this entire trial. You're not Wait, the she o- looks terrible, you mean not physically. I meant okay. like her she she's coming off as looking a lot worse, I think, than she did prior to this trial. Uh and it's not just you who thinks Johnny Depp scored lots of points. People have been taking in uh unofficial polls everywhere. In uh LA, a lot of coffee shops are putting up tip jars with Johnny team Depp's team name. Amber team, team uh Johnny. And Johnny Depp's are winning. You know by what the far, thing is Johnny Depp could get up there and talk about his reckless use of drugs and his out of control lifestyle and people are like, oh well of course yeah. he's Captain Jack Sparrow. What's you Johnny know what I Depp? mean? Yeah. But he's never had a clean image. Nobody think... has ever thought of Johnny Depp as the poster child for good behavior. Yeah, he's kind of a bad boy, right? And some of the stuff that came out in court were bad boy almost, things. Almost made him look cooler in a way. Well, it's a box that looks like it could contain good hair. Right. But listen, Amber Heard is a professional actor as well, so maybe she gets up there and she really. Dazzled the dazzles the jury. Also, but we'll find out this. Week. Supposedly, Warner Brothers has cut down her screen time in uh, Aquaman two to oh, just yeah. ten minutes. It says the rumor is that Amber in Aquaman two less than ten minutes. Is she like the main love interest for Jason yeah, Momoa? She, she plays Mira. I mean, Queen Mira is a huge character in the Aquaman mythos. But do you feel like? The psychologist that Johnny Depp's team had come up and the way that they described Amber as having all of these psychological conditions from borderline personality to histrionic disorder. Do you think that makes Hollywood movie studios rethink like, oh, we just we have an unstable person that we're casting or it seems like they did that with Johnny Depp. You know, when the allegations were out there, it seems like he got canceled. He got canceled from the Grendel. Grindelwald or whatever mm-hmm. the from magical, the Harry Potter the, the Fantastic Beats animals yeah Fantastic Beats series but nothing <laughs> happened to her no and there was a lot of backlash over that because they were still going forward with Aquaman and Amber Heard in it right so now I think maybe movie studios are like oh well this is obviously the dirt oh this isn't good for anybody I don't think uh, I think Johnny, Johnny Depp I you think he what? gets Actually, his movies back yeah I think so too I don't. I don't think it'll kill his career for sure. Do you think his career was dead before the trial? No. I mean, it was heading in the wrong direction for sure. Hmm. No, I think he come. This will help him make a full comeback. I think. He he expressed Johnny Depp expressed the belief that all of this bad publicity cost him Pirates of the Caribbean fifteen or whatever <laughs> we're up to now. But really, they should have pulled the plugs on on the, that movie after two. Just because they were bad, not because of the. <laughs> Just because they they got really bad. And here's a factoid for you this morning: forty percent of single men don't wash their bed sheets for up to four months at a time. Oh, I was going to bring this up to you. Is you saw true? this story. I saw this story too. Okay, let me say, gross. 
You wouldn't do that. No, that is extremely gross. If you didn't have somebody to wash your sheets, you would just leave them there for months. But no, luckily, no, no, no. he I wouldn't, does have someone. I, I do have someone, but if it came down to, oh, I've got to do something, I would either throw the sheets out nope. and get new ones, but I wouldn't sleep in my <laughs> filth <laughs> for four nope, months. You Are wouldn't. you kidding? I definitely... No, I would just be like, okay. well, there was to a burn time these. Where Henry did not come to the house for like, uh, he was like on vacation, and it had been a few weeks. Mm, couple. A few mm. weeks, several weeks, and... Not four months. Well, it was still a lot longer than normal, and you still were like, uh, whatever. How would you know? I lived like there. You're in there, Snoop. Yeah, but you lived in your side of the house, and I lived on my side of the house. <laughs> you like <laughs> you didn't go in my room and examine my. I hope you didn't. Yeah, that's didn't some he serious stuff. Sleep in your bed when you were on vacation. Yeah, one time, and I told him never do that again. Why would you do that? Oh, because he had a much more comfortable bed. He had like a foam mattress. No, you know what I think it was. <laughs> I think the air wasn't circulating, and it was in the summertime. It was, could that have been part of it? That too. It's, it's a, a lot cooler. It was a lot cooler right. downstairs. Yeah, no, I... Okay, anyway, for people who are listening, Nico used to crash at my house for, like, years. Uh-huh. I, well, we were roommates. This we were roommates thinking for that we're years. an ex-couple or something. We, we weren't roommates. No, we're a current Roommates couple. pay rent. He was your house I offered. I offered to pay rent multiple times, and you were like, no, no. No, no, I had a very specific reason, because then I'm a landlord. Why? Because uh-huh. then I could claim things like, well, the water's not working. Right. <laughs> Or the, hey, why don't you fix I'm this air conditioner up here? Right. And as as just the guy who crashes. would never accept money, so nobody could make a claim like you are that I, you are my roommate. So then I just live with the bathroom. I just live with the bathroom. I feel like when we have more time, we definitely need to get into this. 40% of single men will just use the same bed sheets without cleaning them or changing them for up to for four, four months. months. Four yep. months. Yep. Almost half of single men said they don't wash their bed sheets for up to four months. But what does that mean? I mean, up to four months, is that on the extreme end of things? Up to four months, sure. Yeah. 12%. Could it go beyond four months? I'm sure there's. Yeah, 12% people, admit right? they wash them when they remember, which could be longer than the four months. Oh my God. Single women, as you might suspect, change their bed sheets a lot more often. 62% of single women say they clean their bedding every two weeks. Yep. Couples claim they do theirs every three weeks. Oh, and those sheets get probably more action. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not familiar with marriage, are you? <laughs> not really, no. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, Nico found a, a bunch more uh, uh, of the findings from this study that says that single men only change their bed sheets like every four months, mm-hmm. okay. which is just, which is three times a year, which is a little. It's a little on the light that side. Is, okay. That is that is that's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of yeah. wallowing in your own filth. Have you that. ever seen those videos where they're like, "This is how much skin cells are in your yeah. sheets when you're you don't basically wash them for a sleep, week"? You're basically sleeping on like a. Two inches solid of dead skin cells. Yeah, but at the same time, all the dust in your house is also all those skin cells. So you're, we're all probably yeah, living. But you're in not it. like sleeping. You're in breathing it. it. How does that feel? Yeah, but there, there's a bunch of other facts about this right. finding. So, about, and it says that single women change their sheets on a much less disgusting. <laughs> uh, at a 
much less disgusting rate. Right. 62% of women say they change them every two weeks. Only 25% of men do the same. Uh, but for the men who, who, the single men who wash their sheets every four months, uh, some of the top reasons include the following. What do you guys think? What are the top reasons that uh, guys probably gave for not washing? Lazy slash don't like to do laundry. They don't like to do laundry. That's my reason. Um, I, and why don't I like to do laundry? You don't know it's how. it's a chore, and I don't know how, and I don't ever <laughs> want to learn. It's like one of the biggest reasons. Well, the top reason for not changing your sheets every four months was forgetting. No, you didn't forget. 67% of people said that they just are busy and forget. I call BS on that. You never get so busy that you just forget to change your sheets. I guess if the sheets don't have like obvious like big mud clots in them and stuff, then Ew. <laughs> I meant that real is mud. So gross. Skid marks. No. Why? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Why skid marks? Oh, I guess if you sleep in if the nude. Yeah. Ew, gross. Thirty-five uh, percent of people said that they didn't wash the sheets every four months because it's not, it doesn't bother them. They're just not bothered by it. It's thirty-five percent. 22% said they don't have any other clean sheets to, to change it out with. So they only have one pair of she sheets and linen. And that's the one that's dirty. So they only wash it every couple months because they don't have anything else to replace it with. Finally, 18% said that they shower at night. So their sheets don't get dirty. Uh, okay, let's okay. let's analyze that for a second. <laughs> Break that one down. Does that work? What do you mean? You shower at night, therefore my sheets don't get dirty. Uh, I get all that dirt and skin off me, and I loofah real good before I get into bed. And then when yeah, I get in bed... You're drooling and farting in your sleep. I mean... <laughs> did you do that, Joanna? Yes. Yours was good. Thank you. It was cute. That's the uh, Scott says yes fart sound from his commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear yours again. Wait, what? Yeah, it didn't sound that good that time. You really God, nailed it. That was a one-time thing. That was a small animal dying at some point. Um, the findings go on to say, look, if you really want to wash your bed, here are the dates that you should wash everything by. Uh, sheets, bed linens, pillowcases, need to wash them once a week. Blankets, duvets, you can wash those every two to three months. Oh, Pillows, you can wash them every four to six months without washing. They can go every four to six months without you washing. You mean the pillow, not the pillowcase? No, that should the pillowcase should be washed every week. The actual yeah, pillow right. should be washed like twice a year. Why? Because like you have oil from your head, your hair, yeah. and face that seeps into it. Yeah, but the pillowcase. It doesn't protect it all the way. Have you ever put foil down on a baking tray? Some oil gets underneath. Like Wait, wait, wait. So... I don't throw my mattress in the in the washing machine because you can't. Yeah, but and what's a pillow except a very tiny mattress? <laughs> it's not. It's very tiny. It's a pillow. It's covered by a sheet like a mattress is. They don't tell you to wash your do they say anything about washing your mattress, like the actual mattress? You're supposed to clean the mattress. You are supposed to clean and flip the mattress at least a couple flip times. Flip the mattress? Uh, especially if it's a summer-winter hybrid, like one side is summer, one side is winter. What? Yeah. I've never heard or, of that before. Or, you know, when you start creating a little groove in the mattress, maybe switch it. Call it the buzzed butt dent. <laughs> that Nico know. fell into that one time. Still recovering. Shut up. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I never fell into his butt dent. 
It's time for Hollywood News Notes with Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. There's some shifting going around in the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline, and this time it's not the multiverse's fault. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania will now open on February 17th, 2023. That date was once held by The Marvels, the sequel to 2019's Captain Marvel. That follow-up instead will open in the Ant-Man threequel's former slot, July 28th of 2023. The Marvels, again starring Oscar winner Brie Larson, will also tie into Miss Marvel, the streaming series due on Disney Plus in June, as well as the streamer's Emmy-nominated WandaVision, the latter of which will also share plot points with May 6th's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. In other Marvel, Marvel Studio news, Variety is reporting that John Watts, the director of the three blockbuster Spider-Man films with Tom Holland, has exited an upcoming Fantastic Four movie. Oh, they are trying Fantastic Four again. Yep. They will First, never learn. Side note, I didn't even know that was actually happening. And I assume that they're not rebooting the one with Miles Teller I from a few years ago. So. That was the and biggest. They're plot. probably not bringing like Jessica Alba back as the Invisible Which Girl. Which is unfortunate because I'm not sure how much people realize that Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards is a big part of the Marvel universe, and he's he's oh, the really? sm- yeah. Well, he's there's the- a group of like the smartest people called I think the Illuminati. Illuminati. And it's it's him, Doctor Strange, Tony Stark. Professor Xavier. Professor X is part of it. Um, and yeah, so they, he does have a, a lot. To, he's considered the smartest man in the, the Marvel universe. Smarter than Tony Stark. Smarter than Bruce Banner. Um, oh. Smarter than his former college roommate, Victor Von Doom. Him too. <laughs> <laughs> In a public statement, Kevin Feige expressed that working with Watts on the past three Spider-Man films was a joy and that the studio would very much like to collaborate with him in the future. Yeah! Same old thing! No? Nobody else? It's official. Five of the six original stars of That 70s Show have closed deals to return for the Netflix sequel, That 90s Show. Topher Grace, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, Laura Prepon, and Wilder Valderamo each will make guest appearances in the sequel series following prolonged negotiations. Danny Masterson, who was ordered to stand trial on three counts of rape, will not be involved. What happened to that? I'm not entirely sure what happened with that, but... Is he still... Gonna have to stand trial for I that, or did so, the trial yeah. happen? Or I think it's happened. I'm not entirely. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. That ninety show was picked up straight to series in October. The comedy is set in 1995 and revolves around Leia Foreman, the daughter of Eric and Donna, as she visits her grandparents for the summer and bonds with a new generation of Point Place kids. So Red and Kitty are in Red it. And Red and Kitty are back. Have you seen the picture? Mm-mm. It's adorable. I can never get over the fact that Red Foreman was Clarence Boddicker from the first RoboCop. <laughs> Clarence Boddicker, you're coming with me. Dumbass. Dead or alive. Dumbass. 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 Adorable. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Those, Come on, Barbie. Those words will not be said in the upcoming Margot Robbie Barbie movie. Despite fans insisting that the Europop banger, which has clocked over a billion views on YouTube, should appear in the soundtrack to the Mattel and Warner Brothers film, Variety reports that there are no plans for that to happen. M- Ulrich Moller... 
Holler Jorgensen, who manages Aqua's lead singer, Lean Nomstrom, told Variety that song will not be used in the movie. Although Jorgensen wouldn't expand on why the Danish pop band's mega hit won't be soundtracking Barbie, there has previously been bad blood between Aqua, Aqua and toy company Mattel, who created the own, who created and owned the Barbie well, brand. Well, when that song came out, Mattel tried to shut them down, like tried mm-hmm. to make them quit using their copyrighted name Barbie in their song. What yeah. what a yeah. terrible idea in emotional thinking because they should have embraced it. They could have used it in more of their commercials. It was already popular. What 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 was the problem with them? I feel it made it even more popular just hearing the whole that it's like a Barbie girl is somehow is shallow that, and you know doesn't have real emotions. I may where it's like touch me here touch me there oh yeah there's that there's a little bit of yeah that's you not can great touch me and i technically you need to touch a barbie you know to what play it with reminds it. me it reminds me when <laughs> when the song the ymca by village people came out uh-huh. the actual ymca hated it and now you know they've embraced yeah it. they've embraced it i feel like mattel you mean the it. young man's catholic association is that what it stands for Christian. Young Man's Christian <laughs> yeah. Association didn't like the YMCA. The five guys. The five gay guys singing it? <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> well, that song will not be in the movie. And finally, Bill Murray gave his first official comments on the suspension of being mortal due to an investigation into complaints of inappropriate behavior against him during an interview with CNBC. All right, so as I was looking into any kind of indication of what might have actually been done, because I'm kind of interested, Bill Bill Murray uh, has a history. One woman claimed that when she was working on uh, What About Bob, so that would have been like 93, 94, that he pushed her in a lake or threw her in a lake. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. Also, there was another case of he took somebody's sunglasses off and threw them across a parking lot. So, I mean, just based on the stuff that Bill Murray, it's it sounds like he might have done something non-sexual that the that the whoever it was complained <laughs> one about. Thing Buzz was the one thing, but he has to make sure, guys. I just have you to know it's not sexual. It's not okay. Sexual. I think that's important. You know, if you're talking about a what is Bill sure, Murray yeah. like a seventy-five-year-old guy, and do we know that it's? Did he say in the thing that it's a? Uh, a female co-worker that he's yes. dealing with? Okay, so that's established. I was going to say, do that we even know that it was a yeah. female co-worker? We do. And he does say that he is working it through with her directly. Also, what, how old is he? 75? 80? He's got it. Okay. He's up there. Oh. You know, the world's not the same place I was when a kid. I was a kid. What a, a revelation like- after 85 years that the world's not the same. You can't do the same stuff today, Bill Murray. Even the stuff that they did in the seventies. Did you ever see that movie, fifty years ago? That movie about the sat- early days of Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody were they were just certified lunatics. They, they were certified, absolutely. It was it was it was it was part of the times, but like he said, I mean, they a were sad dog mostly, is a dog that doesn't learn. They were they they were mostly fueling themselves with cocaine right. back oh. in those days, and that's how Caddyshack got made. Some of the behavior was way out of way out of line for what would be normal now. Absolutely. Well, with your yeah. entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Monday morning, back to work, back to school. Another work week ahead, but uh, 
some pretty notable days coming up. Sunday is Mother's Day, so keep that in mind. Thursday is Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is on a Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Cinco de Drinco. Pretty sure Mexicans don't celebrate like we do or care. No, they don't. Is that is that right? Yeah, it's just another day for them. They don't even get like day off or anything. No. Day off. (laughs) Then why is it such a big deal here? Americans drinking. Want a reason to drink? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, why didn't they nail it down to a like a, a regular Friday? Oh, because it's like the anniversary of something, right? Yes. Okay. Was it What's the? It? Oh, yeah. go on, Nico. Well, I was thinking of like the battle with the French. Yes, and I was going to say, was this the one holiday you guys did the tortilla slapping? Yeah, I was. People <laughs> did not like us doing tortilla slapping. That's hilarious. <laughs> should we do tortilla slapping again? No. Yes, you should. Please. We got to do like churro chucking or something. Churro chucking. Oh snap! We'll come up with something. Um, Wednesday is International Star Wars Day, otherwise known as May the 4th. And may the 4th be with you. And also with you. <laughs> this isn't church. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Catholic reflex. No, sometimes they do in the movie, and with you. Like, I could have you sworn see? a couple of characters. May the 4th be with you. And, and you. with you. Also with you. <laughs> I got a couple of, uh, or a few audio clips that I thought I would share with you. So on Friday, Major League Baseball hit Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer with a 324-game suspension. That is two full seasons. Is that seasons. like all games? That's not for two years. You know what I learned from this story what? is that baseball has too many games. Yeah, I think most baseball fans would agree. Right. There are too many games. What did he do? Okay, so he is accused of domestic violence on two separate occasions which he describes as consensual uh, rough sex. In February of this year, the L.A. County District Attorney announced they would not file criminal charges citing lack of evidence. But I guess Major League Baseball did their own investigation and based on that they suspended him without pay for two years. He won't be back until halfway through the 2024 season. The two-year suspension doesn't mention all the games that Trevor Bauer has missed because he's been on paid administrative leave. The last time he pitched a major league game was in June, but he was getting paid. And before last season, he had signed a three-year, $102 million contract. $200 million? One hundred and two million. So a lot. So he'd be out about half of that. They'd have to pay half of it, but they wouldn't have to pay him the rest. Wouldn't you think if you got a one-time lump sum, lump sum payout of fifty million dollars, you're just set for life, and your kids are set? Yeah. Right. Like that's plenty. That's it. That's all you need. Major League Baseball's investigation involved multiple women, not just the one who made the initial claim. And now there's another accuser from Ohio who told her story in an article that came out on Friday, hours after the suspension was announced. And for the record, Trevor Bauer 
immediately announced that he's appealing and denied the allegations. And that's the audio that we have here. Uh, Trevor Bauer read a statement uh, after the suspension, and he's specifically talking about this new accuser, a woman from Ohio. So he's acknowledging, yes, I knew this woman. I had a casual sexual relationship with her. But as far as the thing where she says that she got choked and ended up in an emergency room, he's saying that 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 didn't happen non-consensually or consensually. According to Trevor Bauer, it just didn't happen. A sheriff's volunteer got arrested for selling prescription drugs out of his police car. The volunteer is a 69-year-old man who has been a volunteer in Florida. Yeah, of course, it's a Florida story. Oh, start with that. Florida man (laughs) who was a volunteer cop got busted. 69-year-old David Roberts was a volunteer with the Polk County Sheriff's Office. Last Thursday, undercover officers bought prescription pills from him out of his patrol car while in uniform. Wait a minute. If you're a volunteer, they let you drive the car around? I was In a uniform? The hell? Hey, so if somebody's wondering about El Paso County Sheriff's volunteers, you can go to their website and sign up. I thought they just had you like helping helping uh, inmates pick up trash on the side of the road. I didn't know you got to wear a police uniform. Here are the volunteer opportunities at the El Paso County Sheriff's Office. Language services, which I assume means like a translator. translator. Mm-hmm. A reserve deputy performs all duties necessary to ensure the security and welfare of staff, inmates, and the community. Patrols in assigned district. From the word volunteer, I'm taking it they do this without any pay or benefits? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but Sher- still, if you get to flip on the siren and stuff, it might some, be worth it. You, you have to have some <laughs> experience in whatever you're like volunteering. Like maybe you're a retired officer. Right. It doesn't say anything about this, but the sheriff, we're going to hear from the sheriff. Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd said that he was livid when he found out, and he said it in maybe the most southern way possible. Uh, He was arrested on weapons and drug trafficking charges, and there's a minimum mandatory sentence of 15 years for the drug charge. He also had marijuana and firearms with him at the time of his arrest. Well, the firearms, I mean, if he was a volunteer police officer, he got a police car and a uniform. I imagine they probably gave him a gun, but you're not allowed to have a firearm if you're in the possession of of a controlled substance. Don't worry, I brought my own. (laughs) Uh, the sheriff says that that Mr. Roberts shouldn't have been cleared to be a volunteer anyway because he's a convicted felon from fifty. He, had his, he was convicted for a felony fifty-two years ago. He was arrested for burglary when he was nineteen years old. Well, at some point you have to add. Well, it was your sheriff's department, All right? You know, if this guy <laughs> shouldn't have been a, 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 a volunteer sheriff's deputy, at some point you got to ask the sheriff. You know, what's going on in this process here? Also, correction and retraction. I was speaking about all the volunteer programs for the El Paso County Sheriff's Office (gasps) of El Paso Paso County, Colorado. You fall for this so often. Oh, no. (laughs) It happens so much. (laughs) Yeah. Nico was telling me something. He was going on and on about the situation in El Paso. And then he's like, 
and this was all off the air. Hold on. This is El Paso County, Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Why are there two? I I think there's like more. (laughs) They need to stop making news about the other one. (laughs) Would you guys uh, be interested in hearing some of the jokes from the White House Correspondents' Dinner? This is the first White House Correspondents' Dinner that a president has attended since Barack Obama in 2016. Six years, right? The tradition had been... The president shows up, people make jokes about him, then he gets his turn. It's basically a roast, but it, they well, keep it lighter. Well, how about you break it down a little bit into the sense that this is full of all of the news reporters who cover the president. And the president is supposed to have a good relationship, or at least a working relationship, ever since they've been doing it. It's, it's a sign of mutual respect. So it's saying, like, I appreciate We're going the- to throw this night, everybody's in tuxedos, you guys right. in the press- and ladies in the press are going to be invited with special guests, and the president's going to be there, and you're both going to, in a friendly way, make jokes about well, each other. And then they usually have a host this year. It was Trevor, tells his name? Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. I was stuck on Trevor Bauer there for a second. I knew it wasn't him. <laughs> but think about it. Think of a, another country, like let's say Russia or China, and then you have the reporters go up and roast Vladimir Putin or say things about him and his administration uh, you wouldn't see that in, in another country this is the only place where there might be I mean well, I can't speak for every country I don't know if they have like a version in Australia or sure most democratic countries maybe have that but I, I'm saying look at how cool of, a, of a, a feature that is of American democracy where the the real head of our country uh, can get along with the people who cover him and take a joke and take a joke yeah even Obama though, was the last president because Trump wouldn't do it. Trump's like, screw, screw you, you're not going to make fun of me, I'm not going, so I'll send Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And then they made fun of her in a way that he thought was too harsh. So, like, I don't know if they sent anybody officially from the White House after that first year or not. It, it can get vicious, though. And, like, uh, Stephen Colbert versus George Bush in 2004. I mean, those Stephen Colbert did it in a way where his on-air version of Steve. Carell was a huge fan, like a huge conservative, so right. he did it, and a lot of people said, oh, some of this was, was mean-spirited. I mean, some of it was definitely about getting the United States into a war under false pretenses and things like that. But so, the point is, George Bush didn't send him to a black site for speaking right. out against him. He didn't put a bag over his head and right. shove him into an airplane. Host Trevor Noah roast Biden in this clip. <laughs> uh, another thing you can do is, or that you see at these correspondence dinner, is they'll they'll roast some of the politicians in attendance. Mm-hmm. So here's Trevor Noah going after Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't watch the correspondence dinner. I'm just going with the audio clips. I assume Ron DeSantis was there because that's usually what they do, but it's possible he wasn't there. I I just don't know. Uh then the you know, typically what happens is the president gets his time and he in good-naturedly right uh pokes fun at the media and you know, he might give it to the host a little bit, but this one is uh, some of Joe Biden's material. 
from the and by the way, first White House correspondence dinner since Obama was president that a president has attended. <laughs> That's if he's making a joke about like he's got forty two percent approval. Friday, he, his, he's given himself way too many points. His no, Friday came, around thirty three. No, Friday they just came out. His approval is forty two percent. His disapproval was fifty two percent. This just came out Friday. Forty two percent. Among favorable all, among all, because I I heard had, like just within a week or ago it uh-uh. was down in the thirties. Uh-uh. It, it went up five points, but his disfavorables are still higher than his favorables, which is not good. And uh, Biden uh, took a shot or two at Fox News, so a lot of Fox News uh, correspondents were there at the White House correspondents' dinner. That might have been the uh, the biggest response of the evening. But they didn't just get boosted and vaccinated for the White House Correspondents' Dinner. The policy at Fox News, their headquarters in New York, was everybody had to be vaccinated to work there. So all you know, all the couple of years that people on Fox News have been telling you, oh, there shouldn't be a vaccine mandate or even you shouldn't get the vaccine. All those people had been vac- Are vaccinated, va- yeah. vaccinated because that was Fox's policy. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, let me give out the phone number. If you want to give us a call, toll-free studio line, 915-910-4995. That's 910-4995. You want to leave a message, we've got a separate line for that. That's the toll-free neck line. And that number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. If you want to send us a written message that will be seen real quick, use the KLAQ mobile app. There's an app chat function on the KLAQ mobile app. And, Joanna, you see most of those. None of those get by you, do they? Nope. All right, so send us an app chat. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Coming up at 10 o'clock, we're going to have a code word. Cash code is over. But we did give away thousands and thousands of dollars. If you've gotten into the habit of entering code words on the KLAQ mobile app, we've got a contest that began yesterday and is going to run through May 22nd. Every day, including weekends, at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m., listen for a keyword or a code word, and then you enter it on the KLAQ mobile app. It's a flyaway trip to Miami in June to see Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison and Joan Jett. The We Can't Spell Tour <laughs> is what I'm calling it. How do you spell Joan Jett? J E T T. Oh, yeah. It's one extra T. Motley <laughs> Crue spells crew, C R U E, with a Hagen Das two dots umlaut. over. Umlaut. Yeah, an umlaut. Def Leppard. You know, there are two words in their band name, and they misspell both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fly away courtesy of Better Noise Music. The concert in Miami is going to be June the 18th, so we need to get all our registrations in. The deadline is Sunday, May 22nd, but we're going to have today's first code word at 10 o'clock. So as soon as you hear the code word, enter it on the KLAQ mobile app. You could win this trip to Miami to see Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Joan Jett, and Poison. And $500 uh, spending cash. I'm going to get to uh, random facts coming up here in just a few moments. Another one? Yep. Unfortunately, Governor Ron DeSantis has uh, 
responded to Trevor Noah's comments at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. He's saying he was never there and he never planned on going to begin with. He also called the uh, group of reporters and the president and uh, all the comedians a cabal of mistrusted individuals. A cabal? A cabal. I wonder how much that is. (laughs) How much a cabal is? Yeah. So without having watched it, just have the audio, I thought maybe Ron DeSantis was there. But apparently he was not. not. He's saying that he had rejected the invitation and that it is uh, journalistic. It's criminally, it's criminal journalism to say otherwise. What is criminal? Like he he's saying that they're lying if he, they. Oh, and it's like criminal. They're because saying they're saying he was there. They're saying he was he there. Wasn't. Yeah, that he was. You know, were they saying he was there? I think so. At some other part of the. Well, I didn't know. Or I that just... he had uh, rejected. I, 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 you know, he was just. Basically saying they're a bunch of liars. I don't. I don't trust reporters. I never would have gone to the White House Correspondence Center. Yeah, that sounds like somebody who's planning on running for president on the Republican ticket. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that uh, correction and retraction. Love it. Although, in my, in my defense, I would say I didn't claim he was there. I just said it sounds like from the right. audio that he might have been there. Uh, you want to find out what's on TV tonight? Yes, definitely. TV tonight. TV tonight. TV tonight. TV tonight. ABC at 7 o'clock, American Idol. A reunion show with previous contestants, Ruben Stuttered, Scotty McCreary, and Jordan Sparks. What? Show. Over on NBC, I'm sure they have a song contest going on. Yes, they do. <laughs> it's called the American Song Contest, 7 o'clock, part two of the live semifinals. NBC uh, has the first season finale of Endgame at 9. I guess a whole season's been done, and I did not realize that NBC had a show called Endgame. Endgame. I wonder if it involves Infinity Stones (laughs) in some way. (laughs) Tonight's schedule also includes All-American and 911, Better Call Saul, All-American Homecoming, and NCIS. The Good Doctor, and NCIS Hawaii. What do you think about the strategy of, uh, hey, Monday's going to be NCIS night, and Wednesday's going to be Chicago crap night? <laughs> what do I think of the strategy of it? It's good. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. You just have you a block of, if you like NCIS, you got this Thursday one, and then it's going to... SVU. Gonna, right. They have all the SVU shows The on. Law and Order. So don't make plans with me on Thursdays. When I was a kid, the worst thing was when they would schedule a show that you really wanted to watch opposite Dynasty or Dallas, which my parents would watch. I don't you, know if you anybody knew you else wouldn't have the TV. Yeah. And I and we only had one TV. And you couldn't record anything. So it was like I hated Dallas because I couldn't watch Dukes of Hazard or <laughs> Incredible Hulk. <laughs> but Lou Ferrigno. But damn it, did you see who shot JR? <laughs> Yeah. I see. I You guys only know that as like a, an obscure <laughs> yeah. 70s reference. It was a big deal. Like everybody had opinions and stuff. I was watching The Wedding Singer the other day. That's when he's like, hold on, I'm watching Dallas. I think someone's shot JR. <laughs> <laughs> Duran Duran uh, topped the list of the fans vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The official class of 
2022 inductees will be announced this month. So does this mean that Duran Duran art automatically gets in if they won the fan polling? They won by a landslide, by the way. They got uh, close to a million votes. The next runner-up was Eminem, who got about 700,000 votes. So they won by something like 300,000 votes. Rapper Eminem deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I would say that Eminem's probably got, like, as far as the spirit of rebelliousness and stuff, but I, I thought it was about the music. Why isn't there a music Hall of Fame? There probably is. There's a country music Hall of Fame. Right. But why don't we just have a general all hey, music Hall of that's Fame? That's what I had to look at. There is a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There's a country music Hall of Fame. I wonder, like, if they're thinking about putting Def Leppard in there. Probably not. You know why? Because <laughs> everybody country. else has got their Hall of Fame figured out except rock and roll. <laughs> winning, oh, here you go. Winning the fan ballot doesn't guarantee rock hall induction. The top five artists will go on a fan's ballot that will then be tallied along with the other ballots. Okay, well, this sounds like a complete waste of time then. Uh, but Duran Duran got more votes than... Eminem, Pat Benatar, The Eurythmics, and Dolly Parton. Aww. Dolly already said she doesn't think she deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because, and this, this is, listen how crazy this lady is. She's never done rock and roll music. What a nut, huh? Hey, I shouldn't be in this Hall of Fame because I've never done. I'm not a rock. I'm and not roll. a rock star. Oh, in re- oh, sorry. Give me that corrections and retraction. Corrections retractions. and retractions. Yeah. <laughs> Did you already know this, Joanna? Yes. Dolly has changed her mind on possibly being in the rock. She said that if voted in, she will quote accept gracefully. Really? So she had she had said about a month or two ago that she, you know, it, with all gratitude and respect, you know. Don't put me in the Rock Hall of Fame because I've never done a rock album. Okay. The Country Music Hall of Fame. Let me see who got inducted into that. Is Dolly part of that? Oh, I think she probably has been for for 40 years or more. Uh, The Country Hall of Fame added the Judds one day after Naomi Judd passed away at the age of 76. And I did have to look up... I've forgotten which one was the mama and which one was the daughter. I get Why known as the yeah. daughter, Naomi's the mama. Yes. The other inductees this year were Ray Charles. Okay, hold on a second. Now you're going to say, well, there you go, Buzz. Ray Charles wasn't a country music artist. Yet he was. He put out a country album that is considered one of the great country albums of all time. Really? The Modern Sound of Country Music. Oh. It's an album by Ray Charles. What would you say his... His standard uh, music group would be called is he blues, R and B, R and B. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of in a category by himself, just because of you know how how great his his career was. But yeah, like R and B. But the, yeah, you, definitely, he put out one of the one of the seminal country music albums of all time. Drummer Eddie Bayers and pedal steel guitarist Pete Drake were also inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. 
Oh, and look at this. They put Ice Cube in, too. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. They wouldn't do that. Because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> He's too cool. Are then you maybe ga- he'll be like Dolly Parton and graciously accept. I've got um, random facts, but I have forgotten where I keep the random fact stuff. Do you remember how the One, theme goes? One, two, three, random facts. facts. Where the hell are you? Random facts. Got him. Yeah, I don't have that. He's an old man telling it like you should. He's an old man who can't find his music. Yeah, I've only used it about a thousand times. <laughs> Bumpers. Maybe it's under bumpers. No, that doesn't look right. How do you... You know, Alzheimer's is a real problem. One, you gotta start two, thinking three, about the older four. you get. That's how I was on Friday that I used your studio. You'd forgotten where everything was located? No. I was just trying to figure out the system. Wait, it's you used weird... his... Is that why my uh, mouse was plugged into his computer? Oh, perhaps. One, two, three, four... four. Four. four random no four three it's three. three random one two three random random facts random fact number one <laughs> <laughs> until the eight until the 1960s pimentos were stuffed into olives by hand huh. now they are inserted by a specialized machine made in spain that also removes the pits with an x-shaped punch do any of those words make any sense to you? Not at all. You know no. how an olive has a little red thing in the, in that's the middle? That's not just part of the olive? No, that's called a pimento, and I didn't have oh. any idea if that was animal, vegetable, or mineral. What it turns it? out it's a pepper. Okay. It's a type of pepper. But I had to ask about that. Or a cherry. That. Also known I as a cherry pepper. thought it was just part of the olive. You thought they just grew like that? Yes. Well, it's not usually included in black olives. It's usually green Spanish yeah. olives. Green, green olives, right. Um, and That's called a pimento. Okay. These days, they actually uh, puree the pimento and then mix it with some type of guar gum or some type of other thing that'll make guar, it. like the right, like the the band guar. No, it's G U A R. And then they 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 stuff it. It's easier to stuff if it's formed into you, strips. Back in the days when they had to put <laughs> them in by hand, they had to put the they had pimentos to put a pimento. In. It doesn't seem like it's worth it because it's not like I've ever tasted an olive and said, "Oh, that." I noticed there was no pimento in that one. I don't think it adds or subtracts anything from the taste of the. Do olive. you have no taste buds? Do you think it makes a difference? Uh, yeah, the if you take the pimento out of the green Spanish olive, it's going to taste a little different. I don't never would have noticed that. It's certainly not to the levels where you got some people. You know, sweatshop putting pimentos in the little hole in the olive. Joanna, did you think the olive already came with the hole and the little X on the bottom yes. of it? You just thought they grew on a like a bush or a tree or whatever yeah, I like that, that. That was just part of the the olive. It's part of its anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, random fact number two. I get another bell. <laughs> Why do you have the good? Why bell? do you have a bell? <laughs> I get a bell too, guys. <laughs> We're in fact number two. The main reason Will Smith did the Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh-huh. was that he owed two point eight million in back taxes, and he needed the money. Seventy percent of his income from the first three seasons were garnished by the IRS. I had heard that before. So he'd already been kind yeah. of a big deal as a rapper. He hadn't made movies, but. 
it was still kind of a step back, but he did it because he needed the money. But if they were garnishing, you know, think about that. You get your paycheck and 70% of it's already taken out by the IRS. I'd want to slap somebody if they did that to me. (laughs) Random fact number three. It's illegal to own a rabbit in Queensland, Australia, unless you're a magician. What? What? That is the exact response that I had, so I had to open the link and find out what was going on here. What are you doing with that rabbit? No it takes worries. You, it takes you to a uh, an online New Zealand rabbit webpage. So I guess... They call me Abracadabra. It's okay. I can have this. They don't want people having rabbits because rabbits might get loose and they turn into this invasive species type oh, of situation. Oh, that's right. Don't they already have a problem with with wild rabbits? I know Australia Aust- had a problem with Aust- kangaroos to the point that they were just like, at one point in the 20th century, they, they were putting bounties out on kangaroos because I guess they could be really bad for farmland and stuff. But in Queensland, Australia, if you're a magician, you can have a special exemption so you can have a rabbit. Which you can pull out European of hand, European oh. rabbits have hurt Australia's native species and crops because they lack oh, wait, a natural wait, wait. predator. Queensland is in Australia. I get confused. I thought it was in New Zealand for a second. Yeah. Okay. So in Australia, they they don't have any natural predators. They have no natural predators on the continent. God, that seems hard to believe. What? Since that, there's a, basically everything in Australia kill you. Rabbits have been they blamed got for the, the destruction. Most poisonous snakes. They got spiders. Uh, most poisonous spiders. Yeah. Uh, rabbits have been blamed for the destruction of several species of plant in Australia. Because rabbits will feed on seedlings, many trees are never able to reproduce, leading to local extinction. Also, maybe the kangaroos would see the rabbits and think they were little miniature kangaroos and try to burn or something. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not sure that was a consideration, but maybe. <laughs> maybe they don't want to freak out the the kangaroos. Like, look at these little miniature kangaroos. Right. <laughs> we should bang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and there's your uh, three random facts for today. <laughs>